Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for July 8th, 2018. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. So last night was UFC 226, where of course Daniel Cormier uh, knocked out uh, Stipe Miocic. And then Brock Lesnar showed up, so it looks like he's coming back. And I would expect we'll see Brock in 2019. He has to go in the, uh, I don't know if he's in the USCADA pool already, but he has to be in that, and his suspension isn't over until the end of the year. Uh, he's not going to be on MSG, so that's in November. So likely we'll see them in the new year. And don't forget that Cormier says he plans to retire on his 40th birthday, which is in March 2019. Okay, enough about that. Uh, there was one women's match on last night's show, and it was on the UFC Fight Pass prelims. It was Emily Whitmire versus Jamie Moyle. And this fight was at strawweight, and that's relevant because Emily was on Tough 26, which was for flyweights, and before that she fought at strawweight. So it appears that she agreed to appear on Tough 26 if she got to move to strawweight afterwards. And I mention this for a reason I'm going to get to uh, after I finish with this fight. Now, Jamie is a fighter who is revered by delusional internet fanboys since her Invicta days, Despite not being a very good fighter, uh, this comes from having a very good social media presence, but she's mainly a wrestler. Her striking is not at a professional level. She's just awful at striking. So um, Now, she recently moved to Team Alpha Male, so we'll see if that helped her at all. Her big problem is Emily is four inches taller, and she has a significant reach advantage. And we saw this in round one because... Both of them were very tentative, um, and, and you know it's like they weren't fighting to win. They were more like fighting to not lose. And you know I didn't see much aggression in that round. It was like five minutes of light sparring. Uh, I scored at nine nine because I, you know, if I could score at eight eight, I would have done that because I didn't think either of them did anything, and uh, I didn't think round two was any better. And so, you know. Basically, it was getting to a point where is either of them going to do anything? So the way the judges scored it is they scored round one 10-9 for Emily and round two 10-9 for Jamie. So it's even anyway. But I didn't think either of them was doing anything. So that's the big question going into round three. Does either fighter want to win or do they just want to screw around for 15 minutes? So finally, Emily scores a takedown early in round three and she does enough to win the fight. I mean, she did some, some ground and pound. She didn't try to go for a submission or anything like that. She, uh, you know, did enough to win. She was mostly just kind of stalling. And ref Jason Herzog uh, kept warning her to get busy. I think he warned her about two or three times. But she seemed to do enough uh, that she was able to, to win the third round and also win the fight 29-28. But, I mean, I didn't see anything from her, from Emily Whitmire, to make me think that she can beat anyone good. You know, <laughs> Jamie Moyle is not a good fighter. She's, she's pretty bad. And, and maybe it's time for her to find another thing to do with her life. You know, consider a new career path, because she just doesn't seem to be any good at fighting. And I know she has fans. I'm aware of that. But some of these people who are fans of fighters like her are delusional morons. 
You have to be honest with yourself sometimes. And I just try to be honest on, on the blog and on the podcast. And if I think somebody isn't any damn good, I just say, they aren't any damn good. Okay? And Jamie Moyle just is not a very good fighter. I have seen nothing from her to make me think that she can beat anybody. She's just awful. Okay. Now, uh, there was uh, some whispers uh, emerging last night about the cast on Tough 28. Now, I haven't actually heard who's on the cast yet. Uh, apparently, they have eight uh, welterweight uh, women that they're going to have on the show. Uh, the captains are going to be Robert Whitaker and Kelvin Gastelum, who will eventually fight uh, possibly uh, on the upcoming Toronto show in December. It depends on Whitaker's hand because he uh, uh, broke his hand, so it depends on how it heals. Uh, but I'm not hearing who's actually on the show. What I'm actually hearing is who didn't make it. And it, it's the usual, you know, delusional internet fanboys who, who seem to think that, you know, it doesn't matter who's on there, okay? There's certain fight when 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 um, when it was listed as to who, uh, the 27 fighters who were on that show, I said here on the podcast that I thought they would have a tough time coming up with eight fighters out of that list that should be on the show. Now, I base this on what the uh, the Ultimate Fighter uh, criteria usually is. Now they have deviated from that criteria sometimes just to uh, fill out a cast but based on the cast based on the fighters who were there there was probably eight fighters eight or nine fighters at the most that would qualify to be on tough i mean there were some that not experienced enough uh and that sort of thing but the main problem is there were too many what i would call retreads that were on that that were at that tryout. And I'm not going to mention specific names, but uh, if you listen to this blog, you have a pretty good, and you know who was at that tryout, I think you have a pretty good idea who I'm talking about. Okay? There were fighters there that clearly had opportunities either in the UFC or in Invicta or even in Bellator, and we know that they're not any good. Okay? And... What they, were, what they were hoping to do is that the field was so thin that, you know, the UFC has to bring in some of these, as I call them, retreads. I guess they're not prospects anymore. They're more like suspects. <laughs> and um, and uh, so I'm not going to get into specifics at this point, but what I will do is when the cast is officially announced, I do plan to... Uh, analyze the cast in depth and talk a little bit more about who didn't make it and why they didn't make it. And But for the most part, I think the reason the fighters that I'm hearing complaints about, oh, they didn't make it, is because, uh, uh, you know, they've had opportunities and they've proven to be awful. <laughs> and I guess that's uh, that's the bottom line. Now, the other possibility, which was also mentioned, is that what they might be doing is having some bantamweights pretend to be welterweights on the show, and then they go back to being bantamweights right after the show. And Emily Whitmire is a good example of that because she's not a, a flyweight. She's a strawweight. And so they uh, uh, basically brought her onto Tough 26 uh, 
uh, and they agreed to let her fight at strawweight after the show was over. So that wouldn't surprise me either. But the point is, there were some uh, fighters uh, who were at the tryouts who were obviously bantamweight. So that doesn't particularly surprise me. But um, I just thought there were too many, uh, you know, fighters that were proven to be terrible. And you don't want them on the show. They're not any good. Okay? And some of these fighters, it's interesting to me, there are some fighters, one in particular, who really is kind of delusional about her skills. I mean, she thinks she's still good. But she's had an opportunity. She had one UFC fight, and she was a failure. She stunk the joint out. Now, it's unusual for the UFC to uh, release a fighter after one fight, but that's what they did with her. So why would she think that they would give her another chance? Well, if you know anything, you know who I'm talking about, but I do plan to address this more in detail when the cast is announced, and uh, I will do that at that time. So that's, that's all I wanted to say about that today. That's it for today. I will likely be back on Wednesday as the, uh, uh, the Lumberjill match with uh, uh, Asuka and... Um, James Ellsworth is on this week's SmackDown. Also, Kyrie Sane is on this week's uh, NXT. Okay, so uh, I'm not sure exactly it'll be Wednesday, Wednesday or Thursday, one or the other. It depends how, how uh, the matches go. So uh, don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. As I said, you can watch last night's fight video on my blog right now. And uh, if you'd like to leave a voice message and... Uh, Make, uh, give a comment. Uh, I'd be more than happy to respond to it. And don't forget, you can uh, subscribe to the blog to uh, to the podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, and a lot of other services. So uh, have a good weekend, and we'll talk to you middle of the week. Thank you.